Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Happy Hump Day Wednesday. We are mm, at the peak of the week, looking down. We can see Friday, and we're building that momentum to just flow right on into the weekend. So look, sit back, relax today, because we didn't have him on Monday. I got the sports guru, Steve Inside, joining us for a, an amazing interview. So look, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Thrice would be nice by Jason Kaneshiro in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. What does that even mean? Well, Canadian Brooke Henderson is your 2018 and 2019 lot championship winner. The tourney wasn't held in 2020 due to the pandemic. So look, she's back here. She's here in Hawaii. She's trying to make it three in a row. And yeah, I got a little soft spot in the heart for Brooke Henderson being Canadian. I played in Canada for a number of years in Toronto. And, and, and you know, that country has a very special place in my heart. So yeah, I'm kind of pulling for Brooke Henderson for making it a three-peat. Uh, again, more details about that story by Jason Kanashiro in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. Good luck, Brooke. Let's go. Aloha kakahiaka, Mr. Steven Sai, my sports guru. How you doing, brother? All right. How are you doing? Great, man. Great. Uh, you know, again, thank you so much for joining us here on the CO2 Rundown. Always love having you. Missed you on Monday, but we got you today on Wednesday. So thanks hump so much day. for taking it's the time. Here on Hump Day. Hump Day Wednesday, man. And, and look, I, I got to show you, I got to show the people, you know, I started, you know, I had, I used to rock a little beard and I went, you know, I've been, I've been sort of clean shade for a while now feeling that youthness, but you know, I got a little scruff here. I'm just letting kind of, kind of go. We'll see how, we'll see how it goes. It might last a couple of days, but we'll see how it goes. And you know what, since you're now like a big time interview guy, you got to kind of like rub your beard every now and then. It makes it look ah, like... Ah, so that's, that's the, that's like, the, that's the, inter- that's the interview guy. You look, yeah, it just brings uh, it out so, to another level. So, there you go. So, there Steven, you, go. you know, you got to tell me, what do we have uh, here on the local front? I know you got a couple stories out in today's Honolulu yeah. Star Advertiser, so please uh, enlighten us. Well, today was signing day, and so uh, for um, May Sports and the... Uh, Particularly basketball, they signed three guys. They got a, uh, a transfer from um, Princeton, uh, another transfer from a school called Longwood, a point guard they got from there. And uh, they also got a high school guy from Wisconsin. So it uh, looks like they're on the, on the road to kind of re- replenishing their roster. I know they lost a few guys, but you know what? It's not as bad as it seems because last week it was announced that uh, Samuta Vea, who took a year off because of COVID, yeah. he's coming back. Kahuku legend, he can jump, he can shoot. You know, he's a terrific player. And also Bernardo da Silva, six nine guy with a seven foot two inch wingspan, which is pretty big. Um, he's coming back. Also, he had a foot injury, so the foot's fine now. The wings are even even better. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I think we, for the most part, man, I, I've our basketball program has been has been pretty good. You know, over yeah. the years, we've had some really good programs, some really good years. Um, yeah, it's exciting, man. And, and yeah, but uh, Savea, I mean, you can't blame him, right? With the COVID, it was a decision yeah. that he made. And uh, look. So he worked out in Utah. Now he's he back. back to Utah. And I don't know, but you know how he got his name, but Samuta is a blend of 
his father's Samoan and his mom's from Utah. So that's how he got the name Samuta. Wow. Low college that is, knowledge. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, look, uh, you know, we're happy for those guys and, and, and we're looking forward to, you know, uh, a new, a new year, you know, every new in colleges and in pros, there's always a new crop, right? There's always that new class coming in. Yeah. So the team, no one team, Steven is ever the same, mm-hmm. right? No one team is ever the same. So the next year there's, there's guys coming in, there's guys leaving and that's, 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 that's sports. Right. And talking about guys leaving yeah. the transfer portal. Yeah. Well, right? uh, Talk to us about that. Rule. There's going to be a new rule coming out pretty soon, probably by the end of the month, where the NCAA is going to allow everybody who transfers, if you're an undergraduate, you can play immediately. The way it used to work is um, either you have to have a special circumstance, like maybe you had a health issue or something, or, you're, or something's wrong, you know, your family, you have to be there and everything. You're allowed to play right away. Um, or if you graduated, you had a degree, then you can go to another school and play right away. But now everyone gets one shot, one shot in their five-year window playing. Of they can go to another school and they can play right away. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure how you feel about it. I, the only reason I like it is because um, a lot of people don't know it, but scholarships are only one-year contracts. I mean, you offer a scholarship, you think, okay, it's good for four or five years. And, and it, it is mo- 99% of the time. But if you do something wrong, they can – it's only a one-year deal. They, they can kick you off or, you know, uh, it, it, so it seems like if, if it's held that way, it's more of a two-way street. Now you have the opportunity if you're a player, um, if you don't lie, if it's not a perfect fit for you, and it could be a lot of different reasons, you know, but if it's not perfect for you, you get a chance to start over and not be punished for it by sitting out a year. Yeah. You know, and you know, I'm going to always err on the side of the athlete, Stephen. Yeah. You know, uh, as athletes, we, sometimes we think, the current situation is the best thing for us. And then, you know, a year in, a couple of years in, you realize, man, this, this isn't, this mm-hmm. isn't the right fit for me and you move on, uh, you know, but then there's times where maybe, maybe you're just on a team that's not winning and you want to, mm-hmm. yeah. you want to go and win or whatever, you know, get more looks and you go and, and then it ends up being not what you expected it to be. So it's sort of a, you know, it's it's a tricky play there and you know you really have to make a decision because you got one chance right you got one chance to do it um so you got to be smart and strategic about that and make sure that it is going to work in your favor as an athlete now on the flip side yeah i I know i'm in favor of athletes but on the flip side you know i i feel like that kind of hurts you know Mm -hmm. the school you know you, you 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 you're building a program you're building a team based around certain players you're recruiting guys this guy's gonna end up filling this void for us and he leaves right Right. and and you just it's so it's gonna have more uh it's gonna need more work on both the administrative side as well coaching recruiting and all that and making sure hey if you recruit this guy he better be playing like you know, you, you got to put this guy in the game because at the end of the day, these, these guys want to play. And I don't know how many – I'd say there's more and – and, and I'm going to reference football here. And I'm a yeah, football yeah. guy. Sure. I think there's more football guys that are looking to play one – like that two, three-year max, and then I'm in the draft. Like, like yeah, these yeah. guys are having more of that, that mindset as opposed to – man, I, I was in college for five years, Steven. You know, I redshirted, and then I played four years. 
Mm -hmm. Like I didn't think about leaving early because I just didn't think that that was a thought. I didn't think that that was mm -hmm. a possibility, you know? Um, but that's it, man. These guys, these guys have a plan. These guys well, have I'm a sure, plan. I'm they, sure they, teams don't want to tell you, you, you could go early. <laughs> but, um, the other thing too is you don't want to be that developmental team. You don't want to be like a mid-major school where you find the talent, you develop the talent, and all of a sudden, say Ohio State or somebody else says, hey, you know what? I want that player. I'm just going to, you know, recruit. And, and they've already, you've already developed them for another. You don't want to be that school. Maybe it'd be kind of cool if you got some compensation if you're that school for losing a guy. But, you know, you just don't want to be the, the, the talent feeder for other people. On the same side, with the scholarship limits and everything, all these big schools, they can't keep all their talent. They can't keep it. You know, you're not, again, a lot of people don't play. And it could have a trickle. It could turn around. And, and the, uh, the mid-majors might be able to pick up some of the, the power um, players because there's no room for the power players on on those teams yeah yeah now i gotta ask you this Stephen. is there any like rules with like tampering other colleges if they, if they know that this transfer portal is available and they they go reaching out to a kid that's already on scholarship on another school are they allowed to go and hey um we want you to come play for us well there's an accusation a couple of years ago about some of the um, white players were being tampered with and then Nick Rolovich kind of aired it out and then it sort of be, kind of became a, an issue and everything. But yeah, that um, I'm sure there could be, and, and it's like, it doesn't have to be direct um, things. It could be someone like calling someone's uncle or, or, or uh, uh, calling someone's former teammate and saying, you know, uh, uh, coaching staff and, or, you know, trying to reach out to people. And um, yeah, I can, I can see that being a problem, but, I think yeah, but really at the end of the day, Stephen, everyone's on Twitter. Like th these high school kids are being taught yeah. to utilize Twitter for their main recruiting tools. So, what's stopping a recruiter from Ohio State DMing on Twitter a kid that's at, you know, Michigan or mm -hmm. wherever? You know what I mean? Like, what's stopping them? Like, it's 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 a DM. Like, you know, it, so eh. those things. Yeah. I'm sure it, it happens, and there's really no you know way of finding out. Unless well, the hey. kid's like, hey, they reached out to me. They're posting, hey, such and such. So, you know. Uh, I mean, people yeah, talk. Yeah, that's tough. This is all LeBron James's fault because, you know, they put together that group <laughs> in Miami. And all of a sudden, what, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and they're all, all together. And then, then all of a sudden, um, you know, um, uh, LeBron goes to L.A. And, uh, you know, Anthony Davis, you know, there's all this talk, like, and he wants out and everything. So I'm sure people talk and everything. But, um, you know. The main thing, and it kind of goes back to what you were saying, the main thing, you want to keep your players, you play the player, and you win. And players want to want to play and they want to win. And, you know, that's, there's no fault of their own. I mean, that's you want to be on a good team, and you want to be, uh, um, you know, you, you, and you want, to, you want to play. Yeah, and, and, and there's a shift happening, Stephen. And, and, you know, I think this is a trickle down from the professional level. Athletes are the one that's sort of in control. Athletes yeah. have the power, right? The athletes are the entertainers. And at the collegiate level, there's so much money being made. Now, you know, with the athlete likeness, using your name, image, and all that, getting paid, there's so much money in the collegiate level, especially at some of these big schools, that I believe, I think it's in, uh, was it 2022, or athletes are going to be allowed to, to get paid through their likeness? Mm -hmm. I, I, know and, and, I know there's. I know there's talks about that. Good. I think I think it's I really think it's good. good. I think it's good. The only thing I worry about is, um, um, 
I like the equality sort of college sports and it would be a shame because it's such a, a team sport and, you know, a lot of different things, um, unless it's track and field or anything, but I, I don't like the idea of maybe if you get say a quarterback getting a certain amount of money because of his likeness and, and what he contributes and then the, you know, the backup kicker getting nothing or, or even the backup quarterback difference between the starting quarterback and the backup quarterback. I think that could break a lot of team bonding, you know, one guy's pay, game paid more than the other. Like, say, if a left tackle's game paid more than a guard, I don't know. Well, I, at I, the end of the day, it, 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 yeah. that's this is prepping them for real life. Mm-hmm. You, you, we can't be afraid of that, Stephen. Like, real life, there's levels. People get paid more than others. In the professional ranks, when they, when they become professional athletes, you got, the, you got the LeBron Jameses and you got the rookie that just came in making, you know, minimal. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the way it is. So... Yeah, they can come up with a, a fair model, but at the end of the day, if my jersey is selling more than mm-hmm. everyone else, I should probably get paid a little bit more. Yeah, maybe they could create a profit-sharing model where, hey, every athlete gets a percentage, you know, on top of their scholarship checks or whatever, gets a, gets a percentage. But if you're a guy, a marquee guy that's being marketed, you're, 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 you're being, stuff is being sold and... On top of that, as an athlete, not even connected to the school, you are a brand. Imagine uh, who who was like just a super, super high profile college player. Um, that was that. I'm just gonna say, okay, Johnny Manziel. He was a big time college like brand, right? Now Johnny Manziel, yeah, maybe there's limited amounts of money that he can make from the school, but he can, he's still getting paid, but he can make his own brand and get paid. He can leverage his name and what he's done on the field to get paid outside of that. Because you know, right now you can't, you can't even use your likeness. You can't, you know, um, so, you know, you, these guys, they, 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 they work so hard. We work so hard to get to a certain level to be able to perform, to entertain, right? We're selling tickets. People are in the stands. Um, and it's because of this particular player. So, you know, I, I love the shift. I love where it's going just as long as, as, yeah, I mean, there's going to be, there's, there's going to be boundaries, you know, but the players need to start, um, benefiting from the yeah, work that I, they put in right. and what they're doing on, on the field and on the courts. And this is women as well. This is all athletes. Yeah. And you know, it's crazy, you know, like even in interviews, you interview a player and he says, well, I just had a, a zip pack from Zippies. You can't say that. It's a violation. It's promoting a thing. And, you know, that's like, so you have to phrase it. I had this bento and list the third certain things in it. <laughs> yeah, but you can't say the name. And, and yet other people, you know, if you're a, a music major or you're, you can talk about these things. You can, you can do things. You can have a job outside of um, um, whatever your um, career, yeah. your, your studies are. You can't do that really that's in football fair. or sports. That's because not fair, man. You're working out pretty much every day of the year right i mean no you there's very few breaks so i mean um i think but you yeah, can get they, you know how much you know how much sponsorships you know how much stuff you can get steven as a as a local guy like you know in hawaii you know just think about colt brennan you know mm-hmm. when he was here and at the he was he was like a god right he was looked upon as as a like a you know so imagine all the the sponsorship deals he could have gotten while in college and, and all the partnerships he could have had because, because this is why, Stephen, 
This is why it's so important that athletes can, can be allowed to do this. There is no guarantees that a collegiate athlete is going to go on to be a professional athlete and get paid, number one. There is no guarantees that this collegiate athlete is going to go on after college and get some grand job that's paying them very, you know. So allow the athlete to build relationships, to build partnerships, to do collaborations, and to get paid while they're in college because guess what? That road to being a pro isn't guaranteed. So at least they've already started building a foundation with a company, right? Building in a relationship with a company or a brand or brands that will allow them to transition. That's what it comes down to. You know, it's kind of straight, great that you mentioned Cole Brennan because Cole Brennan made tons of money for UH. The demands for his autograph was so high after practices that uh, sometimes he didn't even get breakfast. And the thing too is, they had actually um, assigned a person to kind of be with Colt and take care and handle all the things surrounding the, the business of Colt. And so that person was getting paid, not very much, but getting paid and Colt was getting nothing. So someone's getting paid to, to monitor someone who's not profiting himself. And I just thought, yeah, we yeah. got to equal that out a little bit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But look, man, uh, we can go on and on and on about this topic. We will talk about it more. Um, but yeah, Steven, look, man, I want to thank you so much for joining us here on the CO2 rundown on this hump day, Wednesday. And I just gotta, I just gotta say something, man, right now, Steven, you got the light, you know what I'm saying? You're glistening right now. You're glow. You got this glow about you today. Uh, I don't know sun. what it is. Yeah. It's the sun, but you just got this special glow today, man. So keep it up. You know, it's, 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 you're over the hump. This is what I like to tell everyone on hump day Wednesday. You're over the hump. You got the momentum and we're going to flow right into the end of the week. And, and we're all excited for the weekend. So appreciate you so much for joining us, man. All right. Take care. And hopefully next week you can share how you make your special brand of coffee because Chad Owens does not do anything simple. Everything oh. takes a lot of planning hey, and hard look, work. Look. All right. You know, I'll, I'll do that, Stephen. I'll, I'll, I'll put a video, um, a tutorial on, on the steps of exactly what CO2 does uh, for his morning brew. Special for Sounds you, Stephen. Great. I'll right. have that. I'll have it ready for our, our interview on Monday. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thanks. All right, Steve. Thanks, man. Bye. Right on, Steven. Thank you so much for joining us uh, here on the CO2 Rundown. Love having you on, brother. I know we missed you on Monday, but thanks for taking the time on this hump day Wednesday to join us and to share with us uh, that insight. That was an amazing interview. Uh, so thank you so much. A uh, lot of information and a lot of things for our viewers here. And speaking of viewers, uh, guys, that is it for today's show. But I want to remind you that we have our Running It Back podcast going. It's been amazing. We've had uh, Shane Victorino. You, you saw the one with us, myself, Kiana, and Ryan uh, getting to know us a little bit more and what Running It Back is all about. And this week, we have Brandon Curry. So make sure you guys are checking out KKAI50. Uh, and check your local listings for time. It's happening tonight, 8 p.m. Okay, so check that out. Running It Back podcast with your boy, Kiana Kiabia, Brian Kiyomaka, and our special guest, Mr. Olympia himself, Brandon Curry. So look, thank you guys so much for all the support, all the love. We're over at home. And I'll see you all on Aloha Friday. <laughs>